You're listening to the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast, episode number three. So I hear it all the time. I just want to stop thinking about him and the past and his new girlfriend and his new life. He's out there living his best life while I'm over here suffering. Why can't I stop thinking about it? And I used to say these things too. And there's a word for this. It's called rumination or as some people refer to it as overthinking. And it is awful. On today's episode, I'm going to share with you what this looks like and leave you with some practical tips so you can stop the rumination and be more present with those you love. If this is a struggle for you like so many other women after a toxic or narcissistic relationship, this episode is for you. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast, a podcast specifically designed to help you heal after a toxic or narcissistic relationship. This podcast teaches you to use your subconscious mind to go from feeling stuck to set free. In here, you will learn how to use the power of your own mind to free yourself from emotional pain, move forward with confidence, and experience the inner peace you deserve in your healing journey after emotional abuse. I'm your host and subconscious reprogramming coach, Allison Dagny, so let's get started. So let's talk about what this looks like in case you're doing this rumination and not even realizing it. And if you already know you are, you'll know exactly what this looks like and feels like. When memories from the past or imaginations from the future keep running through your mind, when you're distracted by the littlest thing and then find you can't concentrate on anything else, that's what rumination looks like. When you aren't even really there with your kids or your friends or your loved ones because you can't get out of your head. When the slightest thing enters your mind and you start spinning, it could be seeing the same make and model of your ex's car. It could be hearing a song that reminds you of your ex. It could be your kids coming home and telling you all about what he and the new girlfriend are doing now. Immediately you start that spiral and your brain just runs away with your thoughts and you can't get control. You feel like you can't extract the poison and you just wish someone could erase your memories. But unfortunately, we don't have a way for anyone to erase our memories. So I want to explain to you that this is completely normal. It's how we are wired as humans. So there is nothing wrong with you, but I want you to know why this happens so that you can understand how the brain works. This will help you because you will know that you are actually in control of your mind. Your mind isn't in control of you. That way you can stop it. So if our mind's job is to prove itself right, we ruminate because our mind is looking for answers. If something in our life isn't making total sense, or if reality disagrees with what we are thinking about, our brain sets off alarms. It says, something isn't right here. This wasn't supposed to happen this way. So the brain starts to look for answers. It looks for these answers in the past that you have stored in your mind. And it even looks in the imaginations of your mind of scenarios that could happen. That's your brain searching for something to make sense of and something to hold on to. Okay, so I'd like to explain the difference between the past and future ruminations. In the past, our mind searches for answers in what happened in this memory bank of our mind that 
has been collecting data and information since the day we were born. We think obsessively over every little detail, every word, every look, every event to piece together why this or that happened. And for the future, we create imagined scenarios, which is different because it hasn't happened yet, nor do we have any evidence it will. We have created this in our mind. We think about what the ex and his new girlfriend or wife are doing. We might picture our children loving their new stepmom more than us. We might even create scenarios where the ex apologizes to us or begs us for forgiveness. Either way, both the past and future ruminations are just our brain trying to make sense of the nonsense. So there are a couple of things you can start doing today to slow down the rumination. Number one is be aware of it. Awareness is the first step. And if you're here today, it's likely you already are aware that you're doing this. So the good news is because you're already aware, you're already way ahead of the game. And that should give you confidence that you can absolutely get this under control. The second thing I want you to do is practice being present, focusing on our bodies, breathing, taking in the sights and the sounds, the smells. Now this is really important because what it does is it forces us into the now. The now is really the only thing that exists. And here's what I mean. The past is just a memory and the future just is an imagination. From one moment to the next, now is the only place we can find true peace. Meditation is great for practicing this. And even if you only do 10 minutes a day, it really is so helpful. Helps you to be present, helps you to connect with your body and your breath. And if you've never done one before, you can just simply Google um, YouTube meditations. They have tons of them. You can get an app on your phone or you can pay for them. Um, but you can get these to help you. They're guided to help you through this because what happens is we do need some mindful intention if we're going to be present. All right. So once you're aware and start practicing being present more regularly, you can start to put some action behind this. If you want to stop thinking obsessively about your ex, it is possible. Once you get this out of your mind, you can start being more present with the people you love and the things that you love to do. I used to do this all the time. And I remember my daughter coming off the soccer field one day and asking if I saw her goal and I had missed it. I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't talking to other parents. My mind was on my ex and his new girlfriend sitting in the bleachers just a few feet away from me. I was not able to be present because my mind was obsessing over my ex. He was taking up more space in my head than the people who I truly cared about. I was so angry with myself and I felt totally frustrated by this. So you might be asking, well, how do I stop it? Do I need brain surgery? Well, no, but you might need brain training. You see, our brains are wired for habit. So the rumination has become a brain habit for you. All your brain wants to do is be right and to make sense of the nonsense. So it keeps repeating these painful thought habits over and over because it thinks this is what is helping you. When in reality, it's only hurting you. As I said, I would offer you some practical tips on how to do this. So let's dive in right now. 
If you have paper and pen handy, you might want to write this down so you can come back to it. So when you do this, get out some paper and a pen, but not just any paper and any pen. Get out something you will actually like to write on and to write with. If you're the kind of person who doesn't like to write, well, I'm going to challenge you to get comfortable with it because this is how we slow down our subconscious minds to get to the source of the pain. So now you need to get really relaxed. And if you're somewhere driving or multitasking, save this for later and come back to it. What you'll want to do, you can turn on some soft music, some rain sounds or a trickling stream, whatever makes you relax that won't distract you. Sit in a comfortable position or on your bed, wherever you feel really, really relaxed. It's important to do this so that you can lead with your subconscious mind and not your conscious mind. The conscious mind wants to filter everything out and make judgments. We can't help ourselves if we are judging ourselves. Next, I want you to start writing things down that you ruminate about. If you have trouble with this, you can start with the emotion you're having. For instance, if you're feeling angry, just write, I'm angry because, and fill that in all over the paper. And here are some tips to keep in mind. If your thoughts come up as questions, then that means you've discovered a belief in your subconscious. For example, if you write down, I wonder if he's having the time of his life, then your subconscious belief is that he is having the time of his life. This is the belief you're carrying around. So it will be important to identify the beliefs so that you can start to challenge them. Another tip is to look for the statements that include words like should, shouldn't, can't, won't, need to, supposed to. These types of words are indicators of subconscious beliefs. When you see those words on your paper, you can start to pull them out and recognize what's going on in your subconscious mind. Now, it's really important to note, I talk about the subconscious mind all the time because that's what I do and what I work with for all of my clients and myself. The conscious mind only runs 5% of the show and the subconscious mind runs 95%. So what that means is no matter what kind of willpower you think you have, if it's in the subconscious, the subconscious wins every single time. That is why we need to get into the subconscious beliefs and start to challenge them to change the thought habits that I talked about earlier. A belief is just any thought that is not 100% true for 100% of people 100% of the time. So keep that in mind when your mind keeps telling you this is true when it might not be true at all. Okay, so the next thing I want you to do after you get all of your thoughts out and start identifying the beliefs that are in your subconscious mind, circle them or rewrite them on another piece of paper. Then what you can do is start to challenge those thoughts. So let me give you the example from earlier. He's having the time of his life. What you do here is start to challenge this thought. Is this absolutely true? Can I know this for 100% certainty? Even if he told me from his own mouth that he was having the time of his life. Can I absolutely know this is true? In some cases, the answer will still be yes, but in this one, it's a no. What this does is it stops your mind from racing. The thought that he is having the time of his life has other thoughts attached to it too. Like, why didn't I deserve to be loved like he's loving her? And he shouldn't get to enjoy his life while I'm so miserable. And I shouldn't have to heal while he's out having fun. So you see, 
it isn't just the original rumination of he's having the time of his life that is so painful. It's the other things that are in the subconscious too. All right, so challenging your thoughts is like being your own best lawyer. Start questioning the thoughts that come up. If you never question them, your brain believes it to be true. Your brain doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality. So if you're showing your mind scenarios on repeat from your imagination, it believes these things are true, whether they are or not. That is why it's so important to start poking holes in the stories that you keep telling yourself over and over. Then what happens is the rumination starts to slow down. You are rewiring your mind. You are creating new thought habits that no longer cause you the pain. The beliefs are what cause our emotions. So as long as we keep believing things that cause us pain, we suffer. If you want to stop the obsessive thinking about your ex or your painful past, stop replaying the past and stop imagining these made up scenarios in your mind, you can do it. It is possible. Then what happens is you can start stepping into the present with your children, with your families, with your friends and loved ones. This is all about brain training. As I said earlier, our brains are wired for habits. We just need to change the thought habits that are keeping us from focusing on what we really want to focus on. If you're like most people or anything like me, you don't want the ex taking up any more space in your head. They already took so much from you as it is. Start changing the thought habits and watch your whole life change. If you'd like to explore doing this work with me one-on-one, -on -one, click the link in the description and set up a free clarity call with me today. Here's to believing in you. Thank you for being here with me today in the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast. I hope you found value here with me. If this podcast episode was helpful to you, I'd love for you to hit subscribe and leave me a review. My goal is to help you go from feeling stuck to set free. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, and you can check out whentearsleavescars.com for more resources and information help you with your own emotional abuse recovery. Until next time, here's to believing in